0: And we're here. Hello, welcome to the show. It's our tiny theme song. There you that go. That was a smooth and efficient one. That's Just nice. In it's the out. comedy couch with Dennis a Hensley and Tony AAA. I'm Tony AAA, and sitting on my right, as always, is Dennis Hensley. That's boy, right. oh boy, we are so glad to be here, aren't we?
1: We survived Thanksgiving. I ate uh, a lot.
0: I gained five pounds in three days. Fantas- like, literally on a scale, five pounds in three days. That's fantastic.
1: Where? I don't, what, v- explain Phoenix? to me the
0: part that's fantastic.
1: Well, it just says you've, you uh, committed to something and you made it happen. It
0: says that I don't want to talk to my family.
1: That's what it says. That you'd rather eat than talk to your family. Yes. How if was your Thanksgiving in Arizona? Talk. Well,
0: my mom wasn't drunk
1: at any point in the three days that I was there. That's good, right? That's a first. What do you mean that's good? Yes, that's good. Meaning she hadn't been drinking at all or she wasn't drunk? She didn't get drunk. So she drank a little bit, she didn't get yeah, drunk. But like a normal person, like right a couple on. of glasses
0: of wine. Nice. And, um, other people got drunk, but they're not blood relatives, so that's fine. That's good My though. My stepfather's always, always gonna be drunk. Right. But God bless him. He's not a troublemaking drunk. He's, he's just an affectionate hands-y. he might kiss you with a little tongue. Sure. But God, you know what? Take it where you can get it. So life. that's good that's though that I your said. mom
1: wasn't didn't get yes. drunk. So I was giving thanks.
0: That's good. Um she was very passive aggressive. But, you know, that's what moms do. Re-what? Regarding what?
1: About what? Just
0: everything. Um, my father, my parents divorced when I was seven, but my father does the holidays with us. Right on. And the reason he does the holidays with us is because he is single. Yes. And my mother is selfish. So the choice would be my sister and niece and I could spend half of Thanksgiving at my mom's house. Right. And then the three of us could get in the car and go and spend the second half of Thanksgiving with our dad. Or she can just invite him over and then have the whole day with her granddaughter, basically. Right. Right. So that's why she invites him. It's not that, oh, she's doing this Christian thing for him. It's just she don't like sharing, which is, you know, fine. We're all that way. It's human. Um, but, you know, she really expects, like, the Nobel Peace Prize for, for inviting, isn't yeah. this amazing of me to invite him. And it's like, well, I don't know if it's amazing of you. Yeah, I don't know. I think the word is convenient for yeah. you. Yeah. because And then it's also great because my drunk stepfather, who I love, I'm not bad mouthing he and my dad sit in the backyard and smoke cigars. And they love each other. It's great. Everybody it's, wins. Everybody wins. Except my mom, there's a problem. Where's the hitch? What's the hitch? Is there a hitch? No, just that she really is going to dislocate her arm patting herself on the back. Right. For the, her generosity. Right. Um, but, you know, whatever. Please. As other people, you know. Yeah. Then someone's like, really? My mother, I told my mother I was gay and she hasn't spoken to me in 12 years. So yeah. I certainly. My mom's dead. Your I'm mom's dead, dead is what I meant to huh. say. <laughs> So my mom, right. you know, wants the Nobel Peace Prize and your mother's dead. And, but this sends you going
1: for the to the fridge?
0: Well, yeah, because they, you know, and then also my mother turns 60 in February. And I know that's very young. My parents are very young. Um, and she wanted us all to take her on a cruise for her birthday. But, like, none of us can take a week or 10 days off work. Right. And my sister is like, well, I'd have to pay for me and my daughter and like I can't pay too quick like that's just a lot of money and a lot of time off work in February no it's not possible and my mother was very angry that we're not all just stopping our lives to take her on a cruise and so I said to her hey mom what do you want to do you know for your birthday would you like to maybe come to LA and have a fun weekend you know or something and she was like well I'm going on a cruise for my birthday I don't know who's going with me and, and you like, should
1: have said, yeah, I don't know either.
0: I, I did. I went. Well, I'm talking about what what we can do, what Natalie and I can do. So, and so basically, she was like, well, I don't care what it is, as long as I just want my family together. But then she like rolls her eyes and she's like, oh, on a cruise ship, like it's not going to be on a cruise ship. Yeah. So basically, you're the Queen Mary. What I think is going to be is, I think, um, her birthday's in February, but at the beginning of March, Beauty and the Beast comes to town right. at the Amundsen. So I think that weekend. I will fly my mother and her husband out. My sister and Matea will come. And they'll spend the weekend in a nice hotel. And we'll all go and see Beauty and the Beast, which Mateo will love. My mom will feel special going to the theater. I think that's what we're going to do. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, that's a
1: nice birthday. Or take her to the Queen Mary and get her really drunk until she was in (laughs) Mexico for seven days. Um, What did you do for Thanksgiving? I went to Brett's house. Mm, And we had Thanksgiving with some friends there. And Mm -hmm. it was lovely and he
0: tried to get me to use that fake dr kiss last week when we went to burlesque
1: and oof. i am not
0: having Signing
1: it. On, on well he's i think he's had to
0: change no that formula is not acceptable but I, I don't think it was guy. his
1: choice to change the formula i think it was something to do with well the manu this manufacturer can't do it anymore yeah. you know like i think he's not willfully trying to well it was not bro- what ain't broken yeah so all right but he's
0: gonna i was very honest i was because, like
1: try tony he'll tell you exactly what he thinks oh and boy did i gave him an earful so um, we went and saw burlesque we did that a, it was really it fun was you've like seen it twice like 15 people
0: and yeah, it penelope. Was more than that. it was like literally like 20 gay guys in penelope and penelope that's the, the way girl? she wants it
1: yeah it was like 20 gay guys yeah. it was i was surprised how many people came um i had a great time it's uh fun to watch
0: doesn't... I enjoy that movie. I'm yeah. sorry. What I love about I like the efficiency of it. Like the first whatever, spoiler alert, don't matter. The first scene, Christina Aguilar, it starts off in a little diner and she says a couple of sentences that don't make a whole lot of sense. And then she fucking leaves town. She starts singing a number, and while she's singing the number they show her packing a bag, buying a ticket, getting to LA and going on auditions. And basically it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's Steven Anton saying, Hey faggots, I just saved you twenty minutes. Like yeah. you don't want all the backstory.
1: And they shot it. You just there was a, get her. Her grandmother the dies club. in yeah. a trailer. Drew Drogi saw it's the great test screening.
0: The way they have shortened it.
1: Yeah. And uh, here's what happened: is they they wanted to write a script that was a little bit different, didn't play with the old cliches so much, Mm-mm. and maybe there was about a grandmother and this no. and that. And then they the realized. Then they realized as they tested it. Yeah. We don't need that. You know what? No one cares about that stuff. People like cliches. People go go hit. Give the me cliches. the shorthand. Yeah, exactly. I love I like
0: when it. she says to the waitress, "You can go ahead and get on out of here. I've got everything covered. I've got everything handled here." And then she doesn't marry ketchups. No. She doesn't make setups for the dinner shift. No. She doesn't mop the floor. She doesn't dump she... the fryer. No. She turns on the jukebox, yeah. which happens to have a 45 of a karaoke track of her, her new song, and it just in her bare feet, she dances around the diner, diner singing with no microphone.
1: But it, the greatest thing that got a huge laugh is she starts off in that very Christina way. Like, she pushes the song, and I don't even know if there's an intro to the no, song. No, there's not even a... You know, she does right. her whole thing. So wait, first of all, this strains credibility, because if you push a jukebox... Right, something would start. Something would start, not just... Okay, riff, and then we're gonna come in in fifteen seconds. So it's it, yeah, it's a lot of indulgence. And riffing. by the way,
0: you don't have things handled at the diner.
1: No, you don't. Well, there's no customers. So. I know, but
0: they're closed. It's between the lunch, lunch di- and dinner. And the, the dinner rush, and there's there's shit to do. Yeah, Christina. But well, I have to say Christina. this: I think Christina is the best actress in the movie. Oh, she's good. She's better than Cher. Yes. Who I don't blame because I think Steven Anton was afraid to direct her, and who yes. wouldn't be? She's right. a big legend, and it's like yeah. his first feature, so right. yes. Totally legit. And she rejected Kristen it a million Bell times. Kristen Bell is fucking terrible. She's terrible in it. She's horrible, Dennis. Stop well, making I that didn't face. Think,
1: no, I didn't think she was bad. I just felt like her character was weird. Like, I don't blame her. I, mean, like, I could blame her, It's but... like
0: the dye job on her hair. It's yeah. all flat and one note. Yeah. There was no highlighting. No, and nothing. she
1: was meant to be sort of the villain, and... Uh Christina has to play cliche after cliche after cliche, but she has um I mm-hmm. thought uh, some uh, real moments like subtlety and little things and
0: I like the moment where she goes, I'm talking to you. Yeah. I
1: it's... like this is what I love that's true about uh Christina is that the character's pretty nice and humble, and the second things don't go her way, bitch on wheels. She shuts she goes some from, shit down. He goes from uh, you know, wide eyed yeah. innocent to you, f- you know, calling people horrible it's names. X-tina. And- it's X-Tina. It's yeah. goes- X-Tina. She goes from
0: Christina to X-Tina <laughs> oh, really heartbeat,
1: And I don't think that was cut on the floor. I think it was just her thing. Like No, um-
0: and also the character is supposed to have this otherworldly confidence. And boy, that is Christina's fucking life story. Yeah, Like, she gets up on that stage and is yeah. like, just tell me what you want me to do and I will fucking do it. I will work so hard and I will do it.
1: And then Cher says my um, favorite line in the whole movie. The three words that
0: don't make sense no matter what order you put them in, you can literally jumble them around and it makes no less
1: sense. Yeah. Well, Christina's like, well, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. You don't know what to do. If you knew what to do, just tell me what to do. Wagon wheel Watusi! And Cher throws (laughs) it down. Wagon wheel Watusi. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? But I really do believe
0: that it said in the script angrily.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. After
0: the words wagon wheel watch because literally when you get those three words, even if you put an exclamation point after it, you're like, wagon wheel watch to see. <laughs> yeah. Like, you feel like it should be somehow celebratory, but like angrily. Now that's no. an unexpected reading. It,
1: it, it was Cher being pushed to the limit. And she and also-, also does that
0: nose breathe where she goes, wagon <laughs> wheel <laughs> Like she really... We
1: distort so bad when we do Wagon Wheel Was Doosie, because I went way into the distorting. Cher puts
0: a lot of extra sauce on Wagon Wheel Was Doosie.
1: And I heard subtext through the whole movie was bemused. Like, mm. she didn't want to take anything too seriously, even losing the club. That's kind
0: of her face, but yeah.
1: I, and for a face that's had that much work done, it has some subtlety of expression, like... You can tell when she well, she has bangs. She has bangs. I mean, the
0: forehead and the eyebrows are not moving.
1: But she makes a little share face. But it's like, look, I'm wearing a hat. Like, but it's... you get all of her share faces her are lips present. Do a, and a lot of acting. Her. They do. But you she get... can
0: purse her lips like yeah. nobody in the business.
1: And she thought she and Stanley Tucci were hilarious because they were clearly given total license to riff on their gay girl for a mm-hmm. guy friendship and. You know. Stanley Tucci
0: is always great in movies.
1: I think he's a sexy motherfucker too. I don't I would make think, love to him. In a I heartbeat. think
0: he thinks he's sexier than he is,
1: which is good enough for me. I like. But it. I
0: liked, I and I also thought his little gay tattoo was maybe a little on the nose.
1: Where was it at? Oh, when this, this, and he's
0: in bed when they he wakes up in bed, and
1: he's going to quit and, being a one night stand. Yeah,
0: and he's got this star yeah. tattoo that's really similar to mine. Yeah, oh. and I thought.
1: Wow! But I have an amazing burlesque story. I know. you got to break it down because you went back and saw it again. I
0: saw it again with my uh, friends from The Dish, my coworkers whom I love. And I miss so much. And and so we went on Sunday night, last night. And we get all the way to the end of the movie where Cam – how do you say his last name?
1: I don't know. Is it Giganet? Giganet?
0: gna he's super hot whatever alonzo knows how to pronounce it i'm sure right i defer to alonzo on the pronunciation of his name yeah um and he is apologizing and he's now going to finally reveal the song that he's been writing at the coffee bean all these days on his little casio keyboard which is hilarious because he's been writing this lyrical, romantic, noodly thing, and then when it's revealed in the movie, it's like this hip hop number. But I'm with con- a gay I retro show tune
1: twist. It's I the kind of that number he really would never originally.
0: I right. believe the number she sings in the green dress, the ballad, is the number he was writing. Yeah, and that was another change in the script. I think they brought him back for a reshoot because his beard stubble doesn't match. But anyway, that's just me being a f- anyway. So it's that scene. We're now at the very end of the movie. There's literally ten minutes left. Yeah, and it's a the, the it's the arc light on a Sunday yeah. night, and from the back row of the theater, this giant theater, while he's apologizing and going to let her sing the song, you hear this what sounds to be a drunken, raspy voiced man yell, "He's a fucking faggot," and there's this moment of uncomfortable tension in the theater. I still can't believe this happened. I know. And then this gay, very gay voice, lispy voice, says, "Really, buddy, we're all fucking faggots." And the place goes up, like everybody is supporting the gay guy.
1: Now what, then, were you, what was going through your head? Do you think, do I say something? I
0: turn to my girlfriends and goes, "This follows me everywhere."
1: <laughs> yeah, but just whispered it. And this, but this gay guy
0: is like, it gets better. Like, he was really like, in your face. I'm a gleek. Like, he he in the dark, he was very brave, and I love that. And he was like, look around. We're all fat fucking faggots. And then you hear stomp, stomp, stomp coming down the side uh, staircase, you know, the, like, the, the, uh, what are they called? Aisles. And it's this guy who's like bald and, not necessarily dirty looking, but he's in sweats and he has a backpack and it's basically like a home. He looks like a homeless person. Right. I don't know where he got the 15 bucks to get into the fucking arc light, I don't either. but whatever. And he goes stomping down and he's like, you goddamn cocksucker, faggot, but fuckers. I hope you get AIDS. fucking You fuck. And he runs out, storms out the, the theater and everyone's like cheering for the one guy, but we get quiet as this guy storms out and it's kind of quiet. And then I go, Ladies and gentlemen, share. <laughs> and the whole audience started laughing. I was very pleased with myself, not unlike my mother at Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, so, yeah, so that was my amazing burlesque. That's an amazing art story. Light How story. could he,
1: A, end up in that movie and then make it that far and then? Yeah. yeah. Like you're going to leave before
0: the best number. Yeah, no, that's true. I love when they have giant letters to dance on top of. So that good. works in any movie. I feel like that's Totally. It. Bobby Brown did it in his video.
1: Mm-hmm. Xtina does it in her feature film debut. You can never go wrong with that. And there's some good songs in there. They're a little too much retro for me. Like, get to the contemporary. I don't want to
0: hear about your dentist, Dr. Long
1: John, or whatever. Yeah. But,
0: all right, let's move on. I feel like people. We've sucked the we suck that we like burlesque. burlesque more than most people do, I well, think. Well, it's the, fun. Is We've is been building
1: upset. up to it for a year. We can give yeah. it its <laughs> due. Uh, it was fun, though. Yeah. Um, and it's not as bad as Showgirls. No, it's not good like Chicago in that way. But you know, although what? I think I'd probably rather watch it again than Chicago. I would
0: watch it. I would never watch Chicago again. Yeah. And Showgirls has really long, boring stretches in it. Sorry, it's true. That's true. Showgirls feels like it's two and a half hours.
1: It probably is. Okay. No well, goes through a lot. It
0: really feels like a long fucking movie. Yeah. And burlesque
1: feels like a. Music I, it doesn't video. feel
0: like it's two hours long. If it is, yeah.
1: So so whatever. Um. I saw Halle Berry tonight at a mm-hmm. Q&A for her movie called Frankie and Alice. which How many I people know...
0: called her Halle Berry at the screening? None. There were no black people there?
1: That called her Halle Berry? <laughs> no. Why is
0: it that all black people call her Halle Berry? And white people are like, it's, it's Halle. I'm not I'm sure. pretty sure I'm saying it right. Um, is that a hood thing? Do you pronounce A's as if they're O's? Like, I, don't I don't know. Don't, it, but it's like literally no white person will ever correct a black person when they call her Halle Berry. But we're all thinking it.
1: But also, we before the, there was Hallie, that we had no Hallies. There are no Hallie. She invented Hallie, which Hallie-ness. makes it easier
0: to remember. Yeah,
1: she brought it. She invented. She's it. She's the
0: only girl that looks good in that haircut.
1: With that name, yeah, no, it's true. And she looks. No good other
0: woman can carry off that haircut. Yeah, and she looks her best in it. Yeah, when she's in a movie with long hair, she's less beautiful. Yeah,
1: she's got a nice fro in this one, and she's still beautiful. No makeup, she's still beautiful. Uh, it's called Frankie and Alice. I knew nothing about it going in. Right. Um, she produced it, and it was like a passion project for a long time. She's got great moments in it. It's not a great movie. Mm. Um, but um, it was cool to see it and see the Q&A. And somebody asked her what, who was her inspiration or who mentored her, what right. actors or whatever. And she mentioned her manager and told a story about this manager, about how he she was doing studying comedy at like second city in chicago and right. he knew of her through a friend and wanted her to come out to new york and audition for something and they developed a relationship and he's like i believe in you and he just pushed for her saw something and saw something and the weird thing is i've interviewed a lot of actors and actresses and i never remember any of their agents ever right. or managers or publicists you could ask me who so and so i no yeah. memory they you know and i remember him and i remember cuz i interviewed her For movie line, even twice. Once was Mm for before Dorothy Dandridge movie, and then the other one was years before that for like I don't know the Flintstones or something. She it was a small piece, right? And I remember that manager like pushing her. He was nice, but he was like I remember that guy vividly, and he was like, "She's great. Allie's going to be here. You're going to love her." And it's really interesting that um, you know, somebody has that relationship for 22 years with their Mm -hmm. that's how long they've been working together. Someone who's just their champion, and I thought that was interesting. I love that. She also says that she picks a fragrance for every character oh, that she does boy. that helps her.
0: That is so stupid.
1: Well, you got to do what you got to do, Tom. No, it's stupid. You Sorry. might have a fragrance on this. You huh? know, there you go. There, there's know the fragrance. That. Um, and then Leslie Nelson died today, or whenever he died this week, yesterday. yesterday. And everyone
0: is saying, surely, surely he's in a better place. Yeah. Oh, wah wah, like. He was better than that. No, he he deserves better. Here's
1: the thing he wasn't better than that because I was listening to Keith Oberman on the radio, the the MSNBC on whatever. And Leslie Nelson was notorious for bringing a whoopee cushion along and doing whoopee cushion stick all the time. And um, somebody asked him at one of these junkets or whatever how he'd like to be remembered. And he did like a whoopee cushion bit. Like he was doing that constantly. Yeah, uh, I know, but. Around friends and so forth. So.
0: But it's sort of. No, but. Whatever. Don't call me Shirley.
1: Yeah. He was the Whoopi Cushion Kid. So. There what you
0: about go. these Oscars, Dennis? I can't believe that James Franco, Franco and, and Anne,
1: Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. It's very random.
0: Although I feel I'm like, fascinated
1: with James Franco well, and I'll watch like him do Anne anything. I feel like Anne
0: Hathaway will do, like, the homework. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she'll. I feel like she might want it a little too bad. Like, her SNL was effing dreadful a couple weeks ago. It was horrible. (laughs) But also, it was, like, horribly written. Yeah. She's – one. you know, I don't believe there's anything more than 100%. She does put in 110%. She really does. And that ain't good when their jokes aren't on the page. Yeah. Because then it's just, like, scenery chilling. desperate, yeah. yeah. But so, you know, but I just can't imagine Bruce Valanche and James Franco in a room – Just volleying ideas back and forth. And no one's dicks are coming out.
1: Well, and no one's coming.
0: Bruce Blanche's dick could be out, (laughs) and James Franco wouldn't even know it because it could be just under.
1: Um, I'm. I love James Franco. I love the way he. Goes to school and writes novels and does plays. I wish he would bathe more. I just
0: don't feel like the Um, Kodak. They're never going to get that smell out of the
1: Kodak. Oh, I love that smell. All right. Halle Berry would take that smell and build a character around it. Oh,
0: wouldn't she just? (laughs) Um, So you think James Franco is sexy? Yes. Boy, I don't. But,
1: But also I just dig what he's all about. Like I like that he's...
0: And see, I don't like really? any of the stuff he's about.
1: I love it. I love that he's in like 14 graduate programs. He's an enigma, dentist. And, never and uh,
0: I want my stars to be easy to understand.
1: And I like that he's really gay friendly and cool about that stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. nice. And I, I just wish talented. his teeth were whiter. Wow! All right. He's so dingy. He is a little dingy. Did you? You haven't seen 127 Hours yet? No, and I
0: really want to, and I believe that I can
1: make it through. My straight bromance had a full-on anxiety attack next to me. I I told you that. that. I loved it. I I held him. I
0: Want to put my finger in his butt?
1: My straight guy. Really? Yeah. Well, get in line. What are
0: you gonna do um, for your Christmas vacation? We have two weeks off. I don't know. I I think I feel like
1: I'm gonna explore going somewhere. Going, just going somewhere. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to go somewhere
0: that. on my own. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can just go and have a, an adventure. It's not an eat, pray, love.
1: No, I'm thinking that, too. I was, like, looking at... I was, like... I emailed my friend at Outtravel, that used to work for OutTraveler, and it's like, what are the websites where the package deals of, like...
0: That's really amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, maybe I'll just go to Thailand.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: No reason. Just Thailand. No, I was just... thinking
1: of going to, like, London, or... I don't mm-hmm. know. I did that with... Italy in 2006 and uh, it was great.
0: Maybe I'll go to Puerto Vallarta.
1: Yeah. I think it's great. I know. I, I might do might that go too. Somewhere. I'm looking into so it. So if
0: any of our couch potatoes know of any yeah. deals or websites or whatever, let us know. Cause yeah. It looks like we're both going to get out of town. I think so I please come rob our house.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think so. I will say something about this Thanksgiving because mm. it's the first time that I've had an ongoing job and I wasn't freelancing or Looking for freelancing or freaking out. The holidays are much more enjoyable when you feel like you've earned them, <laughs> you've worked. You don't have to mm-hmm. be thinking about what am I trying to do or yeah. who should I try to call or oh, they're not in the office and it's the holiday and I should try to enjoy it. But deep inside, I don't yeah. know. It was a whole different thing and I loved
0: Dennis, it. Dennis, I looked up the balance of my
1: 401k today. That's amazing. I've never I done a, that before. I, when did you start getting it? Through benefits through yeah. me? Fantastic. yeah fantastic um yeah i don't have a 401k and so.
0: i you know they take a little out of all of my paychecks because yeah. e
1: do they matches
0: match it? three or three and a half percent That's... of your paycheck like if you're giving three and a half percent they match up they'll to match three. it so i take out like six percent of my paychecks or something yeah um and there's an annual maximum of like sixteen thousand that they yeah. will match up to um and so I was like, well, for these last couple, last two paychecks in December, I'm taking 25% out of my paycheck. Right. To go into the 401k just to take advantage of the match. Yeah.
1: Um, but. Uh, That's great. When did your benefits start? How long did you After six been months. In? After six months. Yeah, so yours will, yours will kick right, in, or, in in like yeah. March. Right. I think they might be three months now. That's what they were saying when Maybe we met. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But um, yeah, no, I've never had a 401k. I, but I liked having a holiday where I didn't have to feel like I wasn't working or i needed to be working or why am i not schmoozing or i need to meet this person at that party and try to get them to hire me or whatever i just like going well i worked and now i'm not working and then i work again it's wild
0: i um did something i've never done before
1: and really you said put your finger in my bromance i'm gonna fucking shut down that's
0: still on my list um i it's weird that there are things that i've never done before do you know what I mean? Like, you think by this age, I've just done it all, Dennis. I'm like a lane stretch. I've done it all.
1: I'm still I'm here. I'm still here.
0: Yeah. Um, I bought pornography. I've rented pornography and duped it illegally. Right. But I've never gone and bought pornography. Now, a couple weeks ago, like I DVDs. bought... A couple weeks ago, I went to a store and bought a bunch of VHS pornos that were on sale it was literally 10 for $20
1: yeah they are practically giving them away
0: literally at $2 per yeah. right right and so but it of course they're all terrible and basically useless and I'm gonna give you a big stack and see if there's anything you can do with them otherwise throw them away right but I received a bunch of those catalogs that you get from the porn companies it's sure. like an envelope inside an envelope inside another envelope yeah. you know you have to be 21. Don't open this. It's There's like, boners in like here. It's like
1: opening the envelope at the end of Clue to find out who did the murder For and sure. Where. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it, I know what the weapon is. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's plus a lead check. pipe. And so I bought like $200 worth of deep porno DVDs. That's fantastic. But a bunch of them were like really inexpensive because it was like shit was 75% off plus they were having a 25% 20% off sale because of Black Friday. Free shipping. Plus, free shipping, plus another 25 if it was if it was your first per- first time buying. Wow. So, I throw in Rugburn. I spent like $200 and I'm getting like $800 for the pornography. Fantastic. I've got like 40 DVDs coming to the house or something. Like, there's gonna be shipments of DVDs coming.
1: When the postman delivers it, is it gonna be like when, uh, there's the gonna be a knowing throw that giant thing of meat into the, Yes, the car's going to tip over. The car's going to tip over. Only it's going to be my yeah. boner. It's yeah. going to go
0: thud. Yeah.
1: And probably and probably my
0: w- dick is going to be whittled down to about an inch by New by Year's. By the time you've really from even all the masturbating. looked at
1: all the. Uh, so, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what. It's.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. So, whatever. I don't have. I only have like two pornos on DVD and they were in like gift bags. Yeah. From Like, I never purchased. It. And I. I'm so old school. All my pornography is on VHS, but it's like, you know really, what? Really,
1: it's time to step it up. Yeah. I think I support it. End of the year. I End know. Whatever. Good for you.
0: i donated my 401k. I can That's at least right. give something to little Tony. You should. Speaking
1: of pornography, mm. um, the uh, the Barbra Streisand movie that yeah. I, said I saw. Well, we had the, my friend Dennis who showed it to me. We had a karaoke night at his house the other night. So I showed it. I, I got him to show it to a few people like Glenn and Brett and yeah. Danny and Jerry. And they think it's her. Yeah. Like, so uh, I just – because I left there thinking, oh, my God, that's her. And then the next day I'd be like, maybe it's not. Like, you start going back to rational Apparently, thinking. she's mentioned it in Oh, interviews. really?
0: Apparently, yeah. she said, oh, please, uh, my nails would never look like that.
1: Yeah, she has shitty nails in it. Uh, that, Stubby nails. Uh, someone
0: told me – she denied that being her and said, look at the nails. Obviously, that can't be me. Yeah. But I feel like nail- fancy nails are something you yeah. get a little later in life, not you when you're 19. You can't have a hand without
1: ducks. You can't have a nail without You can't d- have a bond without, without ducks. ducks. Yeah. So anyway, I've shown it to other people, yeah. and we've all done that. So there's that.
0: I want it to be her. It I think would it, make would, me, it makes me like her more. And I've not liked her much, no. but I think that would make me like her. Yeah. I took my niece to Chuck E. Cheese over the weekend, and that is the worst goddamn pizza I've ever had in my entire life. And that includes elementary school cafeteria pizza where it's square and it's... It was like the cheese tasted like every... It was colored, different colors of cheese. There was yellow cheese and orange cheese, but they both tasted the same sort of vaguely salty, spongy, and the tomato, the sauce... Oh, it was vile. It was vile. I literally could barely gag down five slices and i had the best was...
1: pizza at the karaoke party because somebody had gone to costco and got the kind that you heat up for 9.99 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and i was like this is the best pizza really yeah it's like we were having opposite experiences well, all right and i ate a bunch of it too and then the karaoke night was fun i liked singing i, I do singing. Like do you miss singing you no. used to sing don't you ever want to sing, Tony? Nope, you sing nope, beautifully. Nope. I
0: do, but you know what? Nope. That's just for me now. I don't really? even sing for me. It's not like I even sing in the car. I just don't. Why not? You don't I don't like know. It. I I don't know. It's not a conscious thing. I think it is weird that you can define yourself by something for thirty-one years of your life, and then
1: not do it at all. In
0: a moment, the moment my sister miscarried her pregnancy, I said. I'm not. This is not Hawaii because you know my sister had gotten pregnant while I was on the ship, and I found out about it last. And then I was so upset about that. And then you were there on the ship for the, my last cruise that in Hawaii she miscarried, and again I was the last one to find out about it. And I'm like the big brother that would be there for her to cry on my shoulder, and you know, and I was like, this is not. I'm like living someone else's life. Like I'm not the guy that can be out at sea for six. Like this is not. It was right. very easy. I called Princess Cruises. I said, I'm never doing another sh- contract again. And I never took another job as a singer from that moment on. And it was very – it wasn't brave or selfless. It was just easy because it was like, wow, I've gone on a path that isn't what I want to be as a person. Do you know what I mean? Like I just I – I need to be able to – jump well, on a plane and be there for my little sister if she ever has something that catastrophic.
1: I loved working on the ships, but I yeah. remember leaving. The reason I left was cuz I started to feel like my life was happening somewhere else without me. Sure. And that's what was the sensation. But I you know, but I still like singing, still like to <laughs> dance a jig.
0: I just I very rarely do I see a show and go, god, I wish I were in that.
1: Do you sing in the car to the radio?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. I never sing along with the radio. Uh-uh. Maybe once or twice a year I'll turn the radio off and just bust out some kind of a – one of my old hits. No, nothing, (laughs) Dennis. No, I don't.
1: Well, that's what it is. I I like singing, and I wish I did more of it, and I might try to incorporate more music into my life in the new year. Well,
0: we're not incorporating any into the podcast. No, I I never said – no. I did (laughs) –
1: this is what I sang. I did – George Michael.
0: You did a George Michael song. I
1: did I Think I Love You. Polish. Partridge Family, because I want to do that part where Keith Partridge goes, don't. "Hey," and then I did George Michael. You're right, and I yeah. I hate that thing where. How well do I know you? Very well. Here's the thing, karaoke. You don't want to do big, boring ballads. So I'm like, I'm going to do a fast song. And right, but you want to
0: do Careless Whisper.
1: Yes, but I did. I'm your man, and I butchered the shit out of it. I don't even remember how it so goes. Did he, I know. I couldn't. I yeah. and it's lame. Lame, lame. It was a bad mistake. I wonder if Chaz Bono has ever done that karaoke. I'm your man.
0: I want Chaz Bono. Let's. What would Cher? Okay, it'd be so funny to go to a party and all of her songs are gender. Yeah. Um. What would they be? Uh, uh, Not a girl, not yet a woman. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Wow. Everyone gets really quiet. Chaz think. Think.
0: I used to think. I used to think. think, uh, <laughs> I was in a whole of I wanted, um, I wanted to be kind of share-ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. This guy's in love with you. <laughs> wow, you, dug deep. Well, I was trying to think. Mr. Mr. I don't Inslee. know what they would be, but That's um, good. Go I,
1: because when I first went over to my friend's house, mm. he explained the karaoke setup. He's got this Ugh. wall where the a light from a. Projection screen puts people in a spotlight. And I thought, people aren't going to get in. Like, it's going to be a little weird. And you know what? People got into it and loved it. We all had a really good time. Okay. Um, I hear you. I sang Suddenly and I harmonized Lovely with my old friend. And uh, I sang the shit out of Weekend in New England. I don't mind saying. (laughs) Because I had to make up for that fucking I'm your man (gasps) debacle. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Barry times. Manilow's
0: head lately? By the way, no. Does he have a he's new head? like he's at the Paris Casino in in Vegas, and he went from being Jewish to being Korean to being one of those elf people in the Dark Crystal. <laughs> now he's got these wispy bangs and his nose. He's like not even his yeah. face isn't even round anymore. It's like it's like he was pinched. Like, someone squeezed, put their hand over each ear and pushed, and now his head points forward, and he's, like, a pointed... Yeah. Ugh,
1: fuck him. Well, speaking of surgery, I watched Solitary Man, which you recommended... And it looked like Michael Douglas had a a, a facelift, but he looked like... Oh, at least. Looked, but he yeah. looked kind of good. He looked like himself. I like that movie. Yeah,
0: it's a great movie.
1: I liked the... I could see why all the... It had a great cast, and I could see that why they were all drawn to it.
0: I've watched the first half of I Love You, Philip Morris. I know, which and I then we, I paused it so we could do this podcast. I know. So I hope you're grateful.
1: And we both watched The Girl Most Likely To, that old movie from Boy. 1973 with Stucker Channing. And we
0: both thought Stucker Channing was wearing a fake nose when she was ugly stuckered and then she's beautiful stockered and you're like but she's still wearing the fake no oh
1: i was i you know it's about an ugly duckling has a car accident turns into a beautiful woman and gets revenge but she on doesn't people. she
0: turns into the same Somebody. girl with her hair done and yeah. eyeliner
1: yeah but i was surprised when i was watching it like wow they really she really looked bad in the beginning in that movie oh yeah like it didn't look like somebody that was and trying to look And the people bad. being
0: mean to her are just fucking mean. <laughs> yeah. Like there's none of this PC.
1: No. Um, but what I loved is when they take off the uh, bandages, she has full eyeliner on. Yeah. Like somebody.
0: (laughs) That's one of the surgeries, Dennis.
1: (laughs) Somebody did a full makeup. It was, that was weird. But anyway, it was, I remember it vividly from my childhood. I love the day, like I had a car
0: accident on Tuesday. Yeah. On Wednesday, I had surgery. On Thursday, they took the bandages off and I had full makeup on and didn't recognize myself. And by Friday, I'm
1: starting my killing spree. There you go. But I remember when it was on in 1973. (sighs) And I remember recounting plot point by plot point for my friends. I was nine.
0: You're much older than I am, Dennis. And
1: I think it was my first exposure to black comedy. I think it shaped <laughs> me as a writer. So there's that.
0: I saw a black penis that was misshapen and literally looked like it had been slammed in a car door. Where? Someone on Grinder sent me a picture of their wiener, and it was so desperately desperately just tortured this penis yeah dennis i don't know what this penis has been through wars famines i mean it was really you like, to
1: comfort it for the first 20 no minutes.
0: i had to just block this person and cut off all contact i couldn't even wow. i
1: it was that, like that's not gonna hurt his feelings
0: i needed it to be like the first 20 <laughs> minutes the first five minutes of burlesque yeah and like let's just do a number and make the put this all behind us yeah let's do a number and put that penis behind us Because it was so misshapen and multicolored and oddly pointy, like Barry Manilow's face. It all comes back to, it was a dark crystal penis on a black man. That's a
1: shame. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. So he was blocked. Blocked him. Blocked his ass. I have not seen the 24-year-old again, but there's been a little corresponding, a little texting. Here's the thing. Sexting?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not really. I'm gonna lick your hole. No, not so much. <sighs> uh, but um, he, I like to make plans, and these young <laughs> kids like to go with the flow. I know they don't. Have you encountered they do this? Do not
0: plan, and you're like, look, I have a job in an office. I need to leave on a set time and arrive to a destination at a pre-planned time, and I need to know when I'm done because yes. I have another thing to do.
1: Yes, I have a place the old people to yes. see. I'm not like, mm, let's see how it goes. No. So we'll see. Yeah, Um, you don't
0: wing it in your 40s. That's for sure.
1: And I didn't wing it in my 20s. Maybe that was my problem. I should have done a little wing. It was one of them. Yeah, it was one of them. (laughs) Um, I've been going to screenings aplenty. I saw Love and Other Drugs, which I did not like. And the further away from it I am, the more I don't like it. You're angry at it now. I'm angry at it. First of all, Jake Gyllenhaal has a brother in the movie who's like this overweight kind of – dorky guy, Mm. uh, and you don't believe for two seconds that they're brothers. Not for two seconds. And then, um, I don't know, it just felt like one of those movies that started out as a good idea and then got developed to death.
0: Yeah, I haven't um, seen it, but that's not going to prevent me from having opinions on it. No.
1: I like
0: Jake Gyllenhaal being in a movie where he's finally charismatic and super fuckable. Yeah. Because it's like all these other movie roles of him where he's like this nebbishy guy. It's like, really with that jawline and smile. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he's really hot and yes. he's hot in an unusual, unique kind of way. Yes. So let's just fucking own that. So I and like you get him. To see him
1: naked. You get to see his butt. Have you
0: seen his penis? No. Cause there's screen grabs from oh, really? the scene where he's one of the scenes where he's doing it with her. And I guess it flops up in this one scene and there's, it must have been online. very quick. Yeah.
1: I thought she was better in it than he was, but I, I the movie bugged me. Later, I just thought, what a crock. Yeah. Um, but the movie I loved, loved, is called The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. I
0: can't wait to see it. And
1: Christian Bale. And I thought, oh, fuck, another boxing movie. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up loving it. The family dynamic is fascinating. The performances are great. Um, Christian Bale, I think, might get nominated or win an Oscar for it. Good. And um, Amy Adams is good in it, subtle. And I was very moved, so highly right. recommended. Good, 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 good. Speaking of recommendations, two of our uh, good friends and loyal listeners have started their own podcast. Alonzo and Dave, yes. are doing Linoleum Knife, and so subscribe to it on iTunes because it's fun mo- movie reviews. And I've only listened to one so far, but um, they're hilarious. And that's great. great. I love it.
0: Well, they're hilarious. And they're
1: Linoleum Knife. It's like an edgy punk rock group.
0: Linoleum
1: Knife.
0: Knife. Well, I can't say that I care for the title. (laughs) You've got notes. I I love them both so much. Yeah.
1: So, And I think they have a device like ours because I think one of them is in one ear and one's in another.
0: But I have to say that in uh, the last podcast I was complaining... Which sometimes, I just on to Kate, you caught me on an off day. <laughs> and I was complaining yeah. uh, about the uh, booker in Fort Lauderdale sending right. out the press release for Tony Tripoli, I shit myself. Right, right, right. And right. Alonzo very astutely pointed out that maybe it wasn't a mistake. Maybe just in Florida, I shit myself makes my show more relatable. And I got to say, that's
1: a good you observation. You know what? Play to your audience.
0: Yes.
1: So. There you Tony go. Tripoli, we shit ourselves, don't we? <laughs> Tony, Tony Tripoli, I shit myself like you. Yeah. Um, speaking of, don't we's. They're uh, making me do
0: two shows on Saturday night. Like I'm 8 doing and 10. one show Friday, two shows Saturday, and then one show Sunday. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Are you thinking that there won't be enough demand, or you don't want to do that? There many won't shows? be enough of your juice. of me, like two but you get paid per show right or you know i'm
0: not getting paid dennis all right this is me we're talking about remember you remember when we did the mismatch
1: game in palm springs and we had two shows i'm paid in quote air quotes paid (laughs) right on um which weekend is that that you're doing the 17th 18th 18th
0: and 19th right on (laughs) Um, so at
1: the living arts theater in fort lauderdale tony tripoli i shit myself (laughs) that'll be great yeah. You should start getting penises sent to you now. I know. I really should plan out. Um, yeah. Yes. You know, some Fort Lauderdale ass. Right on. Um, I don't know. I think I, that's about all I have.
0: Um, I, I might have, have gotten
1: another job
0: as a. Can you talk about it? Hilarious panelist on a new game show that's going to be on the Game Show Network. Um, I'm a finalist. I had a, another. Little audition meeting. Where do you do these
1: at? Like in a studio, or with literally
0: in a rehearsal room that is over the soundstage where Fran Drescher is doing her talk show.
1: Oh wow! Could you hear her cackling, laughing?
0: No, because we were there at seven o'clock tonight, and she does her show during the day. Right. Um, and at at Sunset Gower or Sunset Bronson Studios. Um, and the show is going to be called Quickies. And it's a game show from the 50s called PDQ uh, that they're bringing Which I back don't remember. Called Quickies. I mean, it was literally black and white canister. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, yeah. the stuff they showed us. But it's a very simple game, and it's fun, and, um, the, you know, they really liked me, and... It would be a really cool thing because obviously you would shoot five episodes in a day the whole So week you could do that. You could day. do both jobs
1: at once. Yeah, it'd be and, great. Um, Everybody so I wins.
0: Really, really hope I get it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and it was it was fun. But here's the thing. So tonight, they know that they want, at this point, to use me and this one, female comic. So they had us come tonight to audition contestants. Mm-hmm. So we were playing the game with these contestants, and. You know, to be a game show contestant, you have a lot of energy and personality, right? And there was this one girl who had her hair, clearly had her hair done at the beauty parlor. Well, it wasn't in the 1950s. So at a salon, or what do you you call it nowadays? A salon.
1: I like the beauty parlor. The beauty parlor.
0: Um, And, um, but it was very, like, she paid a lot of money to have it done. And it was that yucky, dishwater beigey, flat color that you sometimes see with them, and her skin was that exact same color. So her whole head was all just one tone. And she had like very little eyebrows and no
1: but other than that, you loved her. No distinct eye <laughs> wow.
0: delineation and no lips lips didn't, at all. Like her, <sighs> like
1: went straight through to the final round, didn't and she? And
0: so I'm looking at her, and they're going one guy, one girl at a time, and and I'm dazzling, I'm Dennis, I'm turning it on, and I'm tap dancing, and I'm doing my jokes, and they think it's funny, and they really want it to be a little bit naughty, so I'm really playing up the gay, and I'm like totally sexually harassing this one really cute contestant, and he loved it so it became like this funny thing you know and I was like oh no the penalty you know now you have to whatever now you have to take your shirt off or something I don't know it was silly and hacky and whatever it's the fucking game show network and I want a job and um, then this girl comes and she's gonna be in the next group and I just I thought I was being helpful Dennis and I looked at her and I go oh honey and at that point I thought it was very well established for the room that I'm The funny, lovable gay guy, right? Like, I'm harmless. So I go, come here. And I go, do you have have a lipstick? Oh, shit. And she goes, what? And then it's like, now I'm in it. It's too late, and I'm in it. And the girl comic that's sitting next to me just fucking throws her head back and just dies laughing. She fucking, she's holding her stomach, she's laughing so hard, Dennis. Because she knows exactly what I was trying to do. And now she knows what's happened. And I go, well, Um, uh, no, I just... Keep in mind, the guy who invented this game is sitting there, and he's doing the casting. And everyone's
1: seeing this. Is this everyone... No,
0: people are talking. We're like oh, on a yeah, break, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't embarrass her in any way. But the guy that invented the game in the 50s is... You know, he's a very elderly gentleman whom right. I get the idea might be homosexual. And he's clearly very old school. And... You know, he likes a lady who's wearing a lipstick. I'm just telling you, this. I'm trying to help this girl out. And she looked like a dead body, Dennis. Like, I'm literally, I'm trying to help her get cast on this yeah. game show it where was... she could win $25,000. Yeah. Say hello so to go,
1: Laura Palmer. I
0: go, do you, have a, oh, do you have a lipstick? And she goes, what? And I go, no, I just, I mean, do you have like a little lipstick? Because I really want, I think they're going to really like you, but. And she goes, oh, so what? I'm sorry, I don't look good enough. And at this point I'm thinking, no, you have a bad fucking attitude. But I'm like, I'm now I'm, she's calling me out. And now people are starting to look cause she's clearly raising her voice at me. So they're looking at me like, what did he say to her? Yeah. Meanwhile, the girl comic is dying laughing. So I go, no, I just, I mean, they're very, they're really like old school here. And I think, I just think if you have a little lipstick, I think it's going to like help you. Cause you know, you want to have like, they want like a little personality and like razzle dazzle. And she goes, oh well I don't and I also don't have any powder for you. Like because <laughs> I'm so shiny. So she fucking calls me a greasy dago. Yeah. Right there like, "Oh, it's like that." So <laughs> I go, "I'm really I'm really sorry. And Now she, you're going to now
1: you're going to connect like it's So piramid. she like
0: turns on her heels and like walks 2 feet away to her little chair and I'm like, "Sorry, sorry." Like And the girl comic is dying laughing. And I go, you know what I – and she was like, totally. You're so sweet. You were trying to help. Whatever. So the girl comic is fucking loving it. So then it's 10 minutes later and we're playing and da-da-da. So now it's like the speed round and I get partnered with her. Right. And what's on the line is this pretend $25,000. Right. So she's trying to get me to guess the clue, Wonderbra. And I'm like, Wonderbread, Wonderburger, wonder, And I don't get it. On purpose. I don't get it. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, it was Wonder Bra. And she goes, ugh, I guess my clues weren't good enough. And I go, well, yeah, but you know, it's just a game. And everybody fucking died laughing at her. And she was so fucking embarrassed. And she sat down in her chair humiliated and I felt so
1: fucking proud of myself. I don't get why she was so what was it's just a game. Well, I don't get why that made everyone Because work.
0: she was like, Oh, I guess my clues weren't like trying like I was supposed to go, no, no, no. And I was like, yeah, they weren't But you know, whatever, it's just a game. In other words,
1: you, she was hoping you would own it, say, Oh, I'm sorry, they were perfectly right. good. I just had a And lock. I was like, You're right. Yeah. Your clues
0: sucked. And like I wanted the producers to hear that. And they don't want a contestant that's gonna go, Oh, it was probably my fault. Like They want fun, positive energy, not this self-defeating, wah wah bad attitude asshole girl with a beige head. So fuck her.
1: But maybe she felt I'm not gonna get
0: this job in my desk.
1: Well maybe totally karmic myself out of this job. You're trying to do good and the first person says something like and maybe it was meant to help her, but I don't know. I was
0: so it wasn't at all like a cunty gay attack. Right. Like, it was clearly, like, the gay fairy god. I was older than anyone in the room. Right, but
1: maybe do you think deep down underneath, she might pick up on the fact that you think she's got a beige head and... No, I was beige?
0: literally being helpful. I was the guy, when I was a singer, yeah. I was the guy whenever they, someone would come back out of right. the room and be like, oh shit, now they want me to do something pop and I don't have anything. Right. I would say, here's my book. Right. You can take any of this sheet music. Right. I was always help. like, whatever.
1: Right. No, you know, I know you want that. To help people out at the yeah, audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I was literally saying to her,
1: because the way you told you the want story, to you want to not look like with, a dead yeah, body. Yeah.
0: You know, like, look, we can say this night. The bottom line is, you need to not go to audition looking like a fucking corpse. Right. And thank God this faggot was trying to help you. Right. Yes, the faggot from Burlesque Sunday night at eight twenty. <laughs> yeah. That faggot. Oh, I'm sorry. That fucking faggot.
1: <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, wow, it it sounded like an adventure, that's for sure. It was hostile, but everyone
0: (laughs) that heard it knew that I was nice and I was right and she was wrong and had a bad attitude. And she's not going to get cast. By the way, no one's ever going to win the 25 grand.
1: Why? Because it's It's too hard to win? It's
0: way too hard. Yeah, it'll never happen. Yeah. So they might as well pump it up to 100 grand because no one's ever going to. It's the million dollar quickies. Yeah. It's just never never going to happen. It's
1: like winning the bingo blackout on the cruise ships when it was rigged. I
0: don't know what you're talking
1: about. When we used to do bingo on the cruise ships. Yeah. You would do blackout, but you would pull balls out? No. Yeah. They would. um, The idea was at the beginning of the cruise, if you got a blackout in 46 numbers or less, you won the pot. And if nobody won it, it moved to. 47 numbers and by the end of the cruise it was you know and it always went till the end of the cruise it never and in the amount of balls that are in there it's possible to win but the trick was if you were handling the cage you would only release two balls of one color so you would hold back like on eyes and you'd let one or two go and that's it if you let more go then you're running into risky territory and I guess oh, how but, did you not let it go? Doesn't you, it just because, pop out? No, you you it's an old school cage and you would spin the cage. Oh, and the and ball you would falls. See the ball go in and you're like, "Okay, nope. I'm going to keep spinning." Yeah. I'm going to keep spinning because we don't want any more. And when I was first put on cage duty, it's oh, you so are much pressure. Oh, you're the worst at that. You're the Well, it's worst. so much you pressure. Can't... You're young and naive and they're telling you the this is how we fix the bingo. And at the end of the cruise everyone's going to get an envelope with money in it, and I was like, "But what?" And yeah. <laughs> And so in the cruise ship novel that I want to write never will, that's a big plot point oh, is the, God. the wrang- ringing of the bingo. So it's like that. It's like but it's possible have, to win, but nobody ever does. Guy.
0: You can't be the guy with that's doing the sleight of hand that's dishonest. Why? Because you're too good. And I it, am? Yes, it makes you nervous and – but that was it's my like job. It's you being a secret shopper, like
1: I know. I, I was nervous about it. You want everyone to be good, and you're just. So I was nice. so nervous. I was nervous about it. It didn't make me nervous because, and in, in the book, I have him blowing it and getting a lot of trouble. But but also, it's more fun for everyone if the jackpot bills of and bills and builds. It's better for the whole crew. Well, and also,
0: once the jackpots won, people aren't going to play bingo. Yeah, as much. it's kind of so.
1: anticlimactic. So, but yeah. yeah, that was a big deal. But Hilarious. it's like that. I know, right? Little secrets that you learn. Wow. Mm. So should we wrap it up? I think we should. I don't have much else well, to say. Well, you guys,
0: I'm so... Um, My birthday is in like two days. Yes. I'm going to be 41.
1: Fantastic.
0: It's not fantastic at all. Um, But I have. I was supposed to have a date tonight with someone that a friend is fixing me up with.
1: Fantastic. Who
0: seems very nice. We've been texting. He seems very nice, but um, he had to cancel tonight, but... For a very legitimate good reason, so it's not like, I don't think, flaky. And um, and then I have another person that also is like a friend of someone Great. who she was like, my friend wants your number. Can I give it to him? And I was like, yeah. And he seems like a grown-up. Nice. I only met him once very briefly, but he nice. seems nice and, and you know, a job. And so I'm trying to just be grateful and
1: positive and I like that. Because last year, around this time. Oh, my God. I was suicidal
0: a couple days before my birthday.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So, not so much uh, this uh, year.
1: We have something fun that we're going to do, but we're not going to do it on your birthday. We're going to do it a little later. Penelope and I arranging it. Yes. Um, So there you go. And thank
0: you to uh, David. I got my birthday card today. That was very nice of you. From a couch potato. Yeah. Sweet. The the very kind uh, couch potato well wishes are appreciated and thank you very much
1: that's all i got yeah. i got nothing much well alright, sure. you guys this
0: was the comedy couch from uh dennis Hens- hensley and tony tripoli make sure you check out our sponsors dr kiss the world's greatest lip, st- lip balm in its original formula yes available at vanitymark.com. and i know they were doing a free shipping special for black friday and keep, yes. you know, go on the website and sniff Poke around. around. I bet there's some fun things you might be able to find, some deals, and it's good stuff.
1: And also, Alonzo Duraldi's right. book, Have Yourself a Movie, Little Christmas, which I heard him talking about on the Frank Caro show today. And um, Tori in DC called in. Ugh. And Alonzo goes, is that's, it the Tory?"
0: so many people I love. It's Frank, it's Alonzo, it's Tori. I Tory. know, it's everybody.
1: God. So, yeah. And, um, and Alonzo and Dave also have their podcast, that you mentioned, Before Linoleum Knife. That's correct. It doesn't roll off the tongue yet. It'll come to me.
0: No, but I'm starting to like yeah. the title. Now I'm coming around. I'm it's coming around on the edgy
1: and punk-rocky. and
0: righty. We love you That's guys it. for listening, and we All will right. talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.